Megan Hicks of I Run Far. I'm with Sage Canada. He's the second place finisher of the 2019 Pikes Peak Marathon. Well, that sounds pretty nice to roll off the lips. Yeah, I mean, getting second to Killian's a, a huge honor, and I was really happy with how things went today. So, yeah, it was, it was nice. Major improvement for you from last year. Like, you had a great run here last year, and even better this year. Yeah, I mean, it, it was only six minutes faster. Only? Come on, it's a marathon. <laughs> yeah, uh, last year I, I definitely struggled a lot more on the climbs, and I will say last year the conditions were probably faster, just the temperature was not as hot. Okay. Um, I mean, it's nice to start at 7 in the morning, but definitely <laughs> felt the heat, like the last three miles coming down the switchbacks there. Where you sort of come out of the trees and you're facing the sun. and. Yeah, exactly, and I don't know what the, the pressure was on top either, but... Uh, no, I was happy. I was racing more for place, but to have that time improvement, to crack 340 was a big goal too, so I was okay. happy with that. I had my splits on my arm here, <laughs> and I hit them almost exactly, right on. at least to the top. I had dropped seven, no uh, seven-minute miles on the descent, and I was running like 730 miles on the descent. So I didn't <laughs> descend as fast as I wanted to, but I didn't fall this year and, and break a bone, so I'm happy. I was going to say, <laughs> I think you had a small injury here last I'm year. I'm pretty sure I broke my finger last okay. year when I fell. Uh, it could have been a lot worse because... Running down that the bar trail, especially it was right above bar camp, where there's big rocks and it's it's not super technical, but it's technical enough that you could really hurt yourself. And you're going at you know maybe six minute pace, six yeah. thirty mile pace. It feels like you're running like five minute mile pace because <laughs> of the rocks. And uh, yeah, I like supermaned out there okay. last year, so no falls this year. I had a couple stumbles, but you know going against Killian, like it was like. Killian's seven minutes ahead of you. He's eight minutes ahead of you. And I was like, well, he's going to beat me by 10 minutes at least. I think it was like 12 minutes at the end, 13 minutes. Uh, and I was worried about losing my position because I was second place at the top. So uh, I was really happy I didn't get passed on the downhill because that happens a lot in races, it seems like. <laughs> um, can you talk for a minute, because you were here last year and this year, can you talk a little bit about how the course felt different or maybe the weather felt different or similarities and differences from last year? Uh, first of all, it was more competitive this year, I think. Yeah. Just the density of like all the international guys. I mean, guys from Central America, guys from Europe. Uh, being part of the Golden Trail Series, it's definitely like stepped up the game. And it's like to be top 10, you have to run like 350 or faster now. Run so, out of your brain. Yeah. yeah so there's that. Uh, I mean, it was like that last year, but this year even more so. And with Killian here, of course, like, you know, it was going to be hard to win. Um, and then it was definitely warmer this year, uh, temperature wise. Um, At the start. Uh, that the whole way, okay. <laughs> yeah. Also on top, warmer, up high. yeah. I mean, on top, it's it's nice because it's not cold. Yeah. But like, you definitely. I was sweating within two miles. I was like drenched in sweat. Okay. And I actually carried a handheld, my Nathan flask, to stay hydrated. Uh, and I I drink a lot. I I took in a lot of, of nutrition. Uh, and I just tried to take care of myself more this year, but I was definitely climbing better. Hmm. Last year, I was, like, bonking on top, and I split, like, 220. This year, I was, like, 215, 216. Okay. Uh, so I, I felt good about that, and to be in second place already on top uh, was, was a nice feeling as well. So talk a little bit about sort of the early miles, because it, it wasn't long until you had found yourself in second, or, yeah, second position, like by bar camp, I think? Right after bar camp is when okay. I got into second. Um, yeah, I mean... There was a little lead pack the first mile out on the road here, okay. and uh, it was it was a hot pace. Like I said, you don't <laughs> want to run a sub-six first mile because it's 
GAP on Strava it's like a 510 <laughs> at, at already at this altitude, and then you got a big you got a lot of climbing to go, and it's yeah getting warm. So Killian and the, there were a couple of lead guys up there, but we had a kind of a tight bunch pack. But by okay. a mile and a half, Killian had opened up a gap. And I never saw him again after that until he turned around at the top. So, like, he was gone. Uh, and I, I kept hearing, like, he was two minutes ahead or okay. uh, certain splits. Uh, but you can't see really that far ahead. On There's not very many straightaways on, sure. on the bar trail. So, unless you're above treeline, I don't even remember seeing him up there. But okay. I was able to move into third, and I was uh, uh, following... Um, it was, Carlos, it was Juan Carlos. It was Juan Carlos. Yeah, he was right in. I was kind of keying off of him, and okay. Re I think Remy was behind me at that time, okay. heading into bar camp. Split 106. I wanted to split 107, but I I was like, oh, we're gonna roll with it. And uh, then I, I yeah I caught I caught uh, Juan right after bar camp, like a mile after bar camp. So okay. I was like, oh, you're moving into second. Like this is good, but. The splits above treeline weren't super fast, I felt like. Okay. Uh, so I was like getting discouraged, but I'm like, well, you're here to compete. You're here to run a good place. And I was opening up some daylight, and I want to open up daylight on these guys on the downhill because <laughs> I was thinking if you're not four minutes or five minutes ahead of some of these guys, they're going to mow you down on that downhill. So I'm worried about that. So like, I pushed pretty hard to get to the top, uh, and then I was just running on fear all the way down. Um, so I was at the top, and I felt like, among the men there you looked pretty good like some of the guys sort of show up like foaming at the mouth a little bit but you looked like in control yeah i mean I, we have a uh, colorado course like home course advantage yeah. kind of like i didn't have to do an international plane flight i'm used to the time zone i did uh, a fair we amount of altitude. altitude yeah we've been camping in leadville a lot this summer even before sears and all so like last month i've run up you know elbert and massive a couple times uh so i've been trying to get in more altitude exposure okay. uh for this race and so that's definitely an advantage living in, and being in Colorado yeah. compared to these other guys that come from lower elevations uh, so that that definitely helped cruise a couple hours down the front range and yeah kind of a hometown race exactly yeah, yeah. it's good to be back here <laughs> um, so talk about the down downhill you did have some I mean it, it was you were a little bit in what I would think of as no man's land at the summit like Killian was pretty far off in front of you but then you there were some minutes to the guys behind you um, were you just sort of like running scared and, and being like, just do it as best as you can without supermaning it again? Yeah, that, that was the first goal is not to fall and hurt yourself and take yourself out of the race or yeah. get a, get stitches again or something. Yeah. I've done that several times. Um, <laughs> but the, the thing that really scared me was it was Mark Lauerstein who was in third at that point. And I, I don't know exactly what the spread was. I think I had probably at least three, maybe four minutes. But I was like, gosh, Mark's a really good downhill runner, Yeah. Uh, especially a technical downhill runner. So then the goal was get into the trees, get into, get to Disappear. bar camp, get to bar camp and don't get caught because then after bar camp, you got those flatter sections. It's more like a dirt road. I knew I, I, my leg turnover being a road guy uh, is much better. Whereas like the technical stuff, more technical stuff coming off the summit Mark was gaining on me, and I didn't know the exact, I just assumed he was gaining on me, uh, and I was worried he was going to catch me, and I knew there were other guys who were still pretty close to him, so like there was a very tight margin of a couple minutes there, and I yeah. think he got within a minute of me at I one point. I think it was just, oh, <laughs> up, up on the course he was within a minute. Yeah, okay. yeah, and so I was looking over my shoulder, I never actually saw him, but okay. uh, I, was, yeah, I was running on fear all the way down, I think I was still looking over my shoulder with like 400 to go. Uh, cause just my, making I, sure nobody was cruising. I, 
I'm not, yeah, downhill is not my forte and I was just trying to hold it together. I think I was probably breathing harder on the downhill than I was on the uphill actually. And like my back was like spasming out and like just, everything just hurts. Uh, but my legs are strong and that's what I've been carrying that momentum from Sierra's and all two weeks ago. I've actually felt like my legs, I got my mountain legs back finally. Yeah. It took a while. But, but you got them now. Yeah, I could I could climb a bit better now. So does this mean with a, a great performance today at this race as well as in the Golden Trail World Series, does that mean you're going to, you know, put your eye on the next Golden Trail Series race? Definitely. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, uh, I was trying to do the math on it. I still probably do some math on it because <laughs> it's all relative to how your competition does yep. and it's spread over three races. But now I have an opportunity to go back to Ring of Steel in Scotland and I have some time too. It's in like, I don't know, five, it's late September. Uh, so I actually have some time to prepare for that. I know the race from last year. It's yeah. very technical. There's class three scrambling. It's probably not my forte, but you know, I have a chance still. And I didn't think I'd have a chance in the series because originally I did the Mount Blanc Marathon three weeks after Comrades, which is a horrible idea. And I had this, this meltdown where I was like, I, I, all sorts of things are going wrong. And so I didn't get any points there. I was like, I don't even know what place, like 35th place or something. So you don't get any points if you're, you get like one point if you're 28th or 30th right. or something. So like, I was like, I'm out of the series. I can't do it. And I signed up to do Dolomis Run, which is the next one in the series. But I said, I need to train consistently and not race every three weeks like I had been doing. Uh, so I came back to Boulder and started uh, training, working on my form, doing actual mountain workouts again. Mm -hmm. And then things were clicking at, at Sierra's and all. Uh, so I got 11th at Sierra's and all. And I was like, well, you still need to do really well at pikes yeah. <laughs> to even have a chance. Yeah. So the, to get second here was definitely uh, a step in the right direction and something I'm happy for. And it puts me in, in contention still to be top 10 uh, when they score after Ring of Steel to see who gets to go to Nepal. So that's Got that's it. the goal now for this year's mountain running season all late summer. <laughs> Got it. Well, congratulations to you on your second place finish here at Pikes Peak. Thank and you. And on a new Pikes Peak PR. Yep. Yeah, yeah, I'll take it. <laughs> well done. Thank you. Thanks.